introsang. I don't know, dude. Play me time and time again and make me strong. Now I'm recording. Okay. Okay. Hello. He was talking about all this shit and I was like, are you recording? And he's like, no, I'm not. I was talking about how uh, how shit, shit I am at finding melody lines vocally when I make music. And it's funny how bad I am at it because that's usually what I do most of the time. But I have become better. Yeah. And now we welcome the listeners to the I Don't Know Dude podcast. Yeah, the podcast where we do not know much, but what we do know is maybe worth knowing. My name is Bettina. My name is Kenneth. Kenneth. I find it funny to say my name. Kenneth. Kenneth. Yeah, but you don't have to like... (laughs) Sound like a fucking snake. I'm from Slytherin, y'all. Kenneth. But, But the H becomes apparent when you say it in pronounce it in english the age the age oh, the, the, si- the yeah the silent h it suddenly just appears Kenneth. i'm here too yeah yeah i mean you don't really hear it in norwegian no you stop at the t yeah but the t has an h to it yeah. Kenneth. yeah but it's sure. yeah yeah and you are mostly uh uh Pointing out that some people spell your name with a th and not a tt. Yeah. Yeah. Bethina. Bethina. Sounds like a witch. Which I think is weird. A demon witch like Bathsheba. Bethina. Maybe that's a D&D boss we will <laughs> <laughs> encounter. Bethina the terrible. Bethina the devourer. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Uh, to our podcast, uh, we mostly just sit around and talk and talk shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, today, uh, Bettina is uh, charging up to go to a party. Yeah, we're celebrating our friend's uh, birthday today. I can literally see you recharging your batteries for tonight. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm drinking and I haven't <laughs> had a drink since my birthday, which was in March. We're now yeah. in July. And I haven't had a drink since birth. <laughs> Did you d- drink when you were born? Uh, my mom probably had a drink or two when I was in the womb. <laughs> she probably did. But yeah, I'm Which getting, explains a lot, really. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting fucked up tonight. Yeah, and probably I have to not, carry her home. I, which is fine. It's not that far. It's I really hope it, it's not going to be raining as hard as yeah, it is right now. It probably will. We should bring... Raincoats. Do we have raincoats? I just have a windbreaker. I have a raincoat. Yeah. Then you can you you can grab the raincoat. (laughs) I can grab the umbrella. Yeah. And we can stroll romantically home from the party in the rain. Maybe have a little snooch. Smooch. Snooch. (laughs) Did you say snooch? (laughs) Smooch. (laughs) Snooch. Uh, Kevin Smith and. and fucking, uh, oh, I'm blanking on this name, dude. Dude. Uh, Jesus Christ. Silent Bob and Jason Muse. Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. Have you heard of them? No. They're a comedic duo. Yeah. And well, I know who he, Kevin Smith is. Yeah, but his partner in crime, Jason Muse, he has this, uh, tag, uh, this uh, phrase that he invented. Snooch to the nooch. Oh. So yeah, that appeared randomly yeah. in my brain. Uh, but yeah, let's dive into our segments. Weekly roundup. Yeah, and let's start with what we have watched recently. And <laughs> as always, Bettina struggles to. I don't think I've watched anything new. Did we talk about Loki episode five? We need to talk about Loki episode five. Uh, this is the second to last episode. Yeah. And I really liked it. <laughs> I really like Alligator Loki. <laughs> He's my favorite. I found a picture of uh, what they used as a reference for him on set. Yeah. And it was just this uh, blue plush alligator yeah. <laughs> with the crown. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Alligator Loki definitely took the internet by storm. Yeah. So cutesy. And yeah, I'm just curious to see how they will wrap this up. Yeah. And the... Uh, what? Uh, what? What the fuck, dude? Get your shit together. Uh, what the implications are in this series going uh-huh. forward for the whole MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this cool theory on TikTok yesterday about oh, no. how we are the timekeepers. Yeah. And it kind of sent me down a hole because yeah. we are definitely the timekeepers. We are definitely the timekeepers. Dude, Cause my like, God. Way yeah. to break the fourth wall. There, yeah, there are some moments in the Loki series where they break the fourth wall. They look into the camera. I've not noticed that. I sent you the TikTok yesterday. You did, I and I watched. I watched it. But... Yeah, and they they like give a little glance into the camera, yeah. like, "Hello, are you still there?" And Jesus, it was like dude. really weird. Yeah. Oh my God. So I'm excited for the last episode. Maybe they would just stare into the camera and be like, "Hello, timekeepers, we finally found you, dude." The popular theory. Hello, pussy cat. <laughs> Do you remember the black dude from? Uh... <laughs> no, not him. <laughs> Kitty tried to weigh in. Um, oh my god, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. The main character. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has been cast as a mo- the new Thanos-like Marvel villain oh. called Kang the Conqueror, and some people theorize that he is behind all of it. Because yeah. he is this. Can I just stop you in that sentence? Because you started off with, "Do you remember the black dude from H.P. Lovecraft?" Lovecraft whereas, Country. Yeah, Lovecraft Country, same shit. Uh, whereas I think you should have started with, "Do you remember the main character from Lovecraft Country?" Because <laughs> <laughs> that's an more appropriate way to say. And it. I, I think it's unnecessary to describe him as black when that's not really the point of the thing ah that's right because you wouldn't have said if there was a white uh main actor you wouldn't have said do you remember the white dude from lovecraft yeah so i'm just correcting you on that yeah i can own up to that i'm sorry but yeah you need to get off the fucking table can you purr into the mic again (laughs) yeah you need to get off the You're table. You're kind of dude. in the way, bro. I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> He's so heavy and fat. Off with. Oh my god. Off with his head! Off with his head! Oh my god. What's your opinion on Kang the Conqueror, Kitty? You're a fucking conqueror yourself. Oh. Conquering of mice and shit. Close the bedroom door and put the canvas up against the table. Because it's completely fine to tell, call people black. black, but as like, you need to just kind of review the situation, whereas is it necessary to call them black in that situation? <laughs> he is agreeing with you. I am too, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've watched um, The Tomorrow War, or I'm trying to watch The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. It's weird. I don't know what that is. When we that. went to Oslo, there yeah. was this huge digital billboard for it. And I said, oh shit, is Chris Pratt coming out with a new movie? I need to watch that. Huge oh, yeah. fucking billboard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching it. It's Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. It's a kind of yeah, a subpar sci-fi mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Nothing more to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to watch more of uh Grand Army, the series I've been watching on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, it's basically like um Grand Army. A lot of rape awareness. Oh. Race oh, awareness, yeah, yeah. Um, just a lot of high school drama, but it's really good. I really think it's like grounding for a lot of those experiences mm. within like rape and race and stuff, yeah, and poverty and a lot of stuff. Mm. 
social political themes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I am rewatching and finishing off Breaking Bad. And I, I, I've told you this, but dude, this series is affecting me in a whole other way now. Yeah. I am tearing up and being literally saddened by moments that I didn't care much about mm-hmm. before. And I guess it's just I'm, I'm getting more emotional as I grow older. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I guess. There, there, there's this scene where where just shit is raining down. Spoiler alert for Breaking Bad. Um, Hank is dead. And Walter returns home. And he's trying to gather his family to go away. And Skyler figures out that Hank died. And um, it ends with them arguing. Kitty, what the <laughs> fuck? Shut up. I don't know what he's doing. He's probably hungry because he puked up half of his food. Poor dude. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Walter kidnaps Holly, the baby. Yeah. And Skylar is in the middle of the street just on her knees screaming. And I started crying and I was like, I don't even like kids. So why am I crying? <laughs> I mean, it's an emotional fucking series. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that uh, that's what we've been watching. Yeah, and just jump into our favorite segment, D and D talk. D and D talk. Cue the music. So, last session was a rough session. Last session was a rough session. It was a really good session. It was probably one of the coolest sessions yeah. so far. Yeah. Uh, solving the disappearances in Cordelia was mm-hmm. mainly what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, because people went missing. Oh my goodness. <sighs> and uh, yeah, we met uh, a mermaid Yeah. who we thought was uh, the perpetrator of these yeah. disappearances. Yeah. Her name was Ariel, yeah. <laughs> but she was just a cutie. Yeah, Patootie. she was just kind and like wanted to help us and said that she would tell us what she saw if she did see anything and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, she basically debunked the whole theory we had about mer- sirens and stuff. Yeah, sirens and stuff. Yeah, because we, we thought that there had been sirens like charming people and luring them out into the water yeah but there wasn't what was it what was it patina oh my god it was a mimic a mimic and fucking mimic so our plan was to like put my character elissa out as bait uh because she has advantage on charm rolls but that didn't fucking help this wasn't a charm thing uh, so Elisa sat near the docks and you guys were like watching Yeah. and a orc dude came up to her and was like, you shouldn't sit here alone. Scary things happen in the dark and blah, blah, blah. And he then, was all pedo like little girls shouldn't sit here alone. Yeah. He was like a mad pervert, but he touched her shoulder and she was marked with like an X. Yeah. And then nothing happened that night because I saved on a wisdom save. Yeah, the rare occurrence where a a high roll wasn't necessarily what we wanted. Yeah, so we tried again the next day, uh, the next night. And then I just gave in to the feeling of like wanting to go somewhere. Yeah. And before that, though, Maggie uh, had some random people lift me up and throw me into the water. Yeah, because uh, which is an um, in it's an important note. Okay. Because when I was charmed or whatever, not really charmed, but uh, I went invisible. Yeah. I wanted to go somewhere, and I went invisible as yeah. I was going there. Yeah, you did. So the water was the only thing you guys could have tracked me with. Yeah. So Tatsale, uh also was invisible due to another. Spell. Person spell cast the Don Tatsala <laughs> and made him invisible. Yeah. So he was walking right behind me and following my wet footsteps. 
and then we went up to like the main fountain of the city and I walked into a statue. Just plainly walked into it. And Tatsela was like, well, she's in the statue. So and then <laughs> you started feeling it. I approached the statue and started to touch it and feel around. And Maggie told me that some parts of it gave in. Yeah, felt as like I soft. pushed it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I was like, I want to keep kind of pushing it. Yeah. And then I rolled really high. And you pushed it, and there was a mimic. The statue turned into a slug monster. Yeah, Fuck. like a brick, like concrete, <laughs> long slug thing. Yeah. So Elisa was in the inside of this thing. Yeah. And you could see her, in, like, through his mouth. Yeah. It was devouring Elisa. Yeah. Um, uh, and then combat happened and everybody tried to fight this thing. I was inside it and I was failing <laughs> death saves. And then I got a few natural 20s. So I, I saved on a couple and then ultimately I died. You died. Um, and then you guys killed the thing and then you got me out of the thing. And we poured a resurrection potion in... Elisa's mouth. Yes. But she didn't wake up. Why is that? Because <laughs> she has sold her su fucking soul. Because? Because we had to get out of the Underdark and and she sold her soul and then I got... Maggie took me to another room for like a private little sesh and he told me that the dude from the Underdark... Who took your soul. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> so we meet again. Ash. And which is Norwegian for yuck. <laughs> and he he explained to me that Elisa was basically uh, reliving every single painful moment of her life, and he was like there as a shadow type figure, watching over and like feeding Fe off yeah. the pain. And so that's where Elisa is now. She's sleeping in the library because she's basically in a coma. Yeah. Um, she's in pain purgatory <laughs> yeah uh, and so I was like well fuck what am I gonna do and then Maggie was like that's the session for today and we were like no we have to go on because this is like such a cliffhanger we can't do this so we begged on our knees for us to continue for 30 more minutes yeah. <laughs> and then and thank god that we chose to do that yeah. because because maggie started like he was uh role-playing as one of the guards and he was like um well we just got someone into town who might know what to do with this mm. and we were like oh that's fun and then he was like so you walk into the library and you see this figure of a tall muscular woman with a bun and baggy clothes and i was like oh my god this is my backup character he inter 12 intertwined inter 12 intertwined intertwined your backup character so seamlessly and we were like shocked i threw my pencil and on you're the like, table get the fuck out of here <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, do I have to roleplay role Nianri now? Because Nianri is my backup character. She's an Asimar monk. Fuck yeah. And she's really cool. Yeah. And her backstory is really dope. And you have been dying to play her. I have. And I'm glad that Elisa is dead. Because I think I would have handled it. Yeah, she's in a coma, <laughs> but she isn't dead. And so... Basically, Maggie told me that because Nianri is smart as fuck because yeah. she's been reading in the Cobalt Soul for her whole life. Yeah, she's a badass bookworm yeah. martial artist. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he essentially told me that Nianri knew that this was a case of she needed her soul back mm -hmm. to actually wake up. Yeah. Um. So I had to like get my shit together and roleplay Nianri for a little. And so... We are going on a mission to get Elisa's soul back. Dude. And by doing that, we have to venture down into the Underdark oh again. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Uh, but I'm honestly uh. a little more at peace with it now because we have a fucking monk with us. 
Yeah. She, yeah. she, she, can, some... she can kick some ass. Yeah, she's really cool. And it was so funny watching you get thrown off like that. I was like, wait, what? Because yeah. you were in tears because you were so happy, I guess, with you getting to, yeah, play as this character. Yeah. And I just dove right into it and engaged her as Kentur. Yeah, and I was like, um... I was I, like uh, staring blank into your face and, who are you? <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, I have not prepared for this. <laughs> what does her voice sound like? How does she... So I was like, um, yeah. well, okay. What's her mannerisms and For shit? reference, she's kind of a mix of Beauregard, Yasha, and Caleb from Critical Role. The Mighty Nine. Yeah, you just went big and just combined yeah. <laughs> all of these yeah. dudes. So. That's cool. We'll see where this roleplay adventure takes us. Yeah. Oh, we're going to fucking die. <laughs> I'm so sure of it. But we're playing tomorrow and I'm so excited. I have been reading up on my backup character, so I'm, I'm ready to go if Kento dies or something. Yeah. My You've been traumatized. Yeah, my backup car characters are ready to go, yeah. bro. I have two. I have a. I have another one. Yeah. After if my monk dies, which I hope she does not, because I love her and I love her <laughs> backstory, because I put a lot more effort into it than yeah. I did with Elisa, because Elisa's backstory is pretty basic. Yeah. But like with Neonni's backstory, I put a lot more effort into it, and like. Uh, worked with Maggie to like make it work in his world and all of that stuff. Yeah, but I mean, but I have another any, backup in case. Just in case, and she's also really cool. Yes, but like, she is. I want to play with Neonri for as long as possible. Yeah. So uh, we will continue to keep you up to date. Yeah, of course. And I will chunk out some videos on this, and put it on TikTok. Yeah. And stuff. Uh. So yeah, let's jump into today's main topic uh the main topics have just become this uh exploration of what what are the questions i find myself continually asking myself mm -hmm. yeah and a question that has been haunting me for a while do animals have souls mm-hmm so that's what we're going. I have to sneeze. Oh, away from the mic, please. Far away from the mic. <laughs> no, you can do it. You are totally disturbing me. <laughs> you can't talk to me while I'm trying to sneeze, because then I will lose it. It will appear again, and I will shut up. But what's your what's your take on it? I, I definitely, I, I think that animals have souls. That's the short answer. That's the short answer. Um, because there's a there's a clear difference in uh i can sense that you're building up a sneeze <laughs> the tension is I'm not. there oh, I'm not. it looks that way oh uh okay for example you uh treat an elephant different differently than a mosquito yeah right yeah why i mean the the basic thing is that mosquitoes are annoying as fuck and they cause us irritations. Yeah. I have two mosquito bites on my body right now <laughs> and they're driving me insane. But also the thing with that is I have major sensory sensory issues. So like itchiness for me is like hell. Yeah. Let me uh do it differently then. You treat an elephant differently than a fish. Yeah. Because there are two completely different species. Okay. That doesn't mean that they couldn't have a soul. Okay. Because... Because, I mean, say a fish. You know that a fish won't cause you harm. You don't need it to... It can cause you harm. There yeah. are a lot of fucking Yeah, but like fish. a general salmon... General salmon. You don't really like th this salmon goes on about its life and swims and does stuff. Doesn't really cause you any trouble. Mm. If you fuck around with an elephant, it could kill you. Yeah, 
uh, I think the point I'm trying to make is that we as humans, we, uh, we connect more with an elephant because we can see that it's something there. When you watch, sure. a, when you watch a fish, yeah, we think that the fish doesn't is have a soul, yeah, or a mind, <laughs> or a consciousness, yeah, which has been proven that fish do have consciousness yeah yeah and i find that really interesting so the question i'm really asking is do all creatures on earth have consciousness do I, an ant is an ant aware of its existence i definitely that's the thing i think everything has a soul mm. but the levels of awarenessness Awareness? <laughs> awareness? We are using a lot of difficult words right now. The level of awareness yeah. is different from an elephant to an ant. Yeah. Because I think if you get re... Because I definitely believe in reincarnation and stuff like that. Yeah. If you get reincarnated to an ant, you will just know that you're an ant and you're supposed to do your job. So you, the ant will know that it's an ant... I think so. I because they have instincts. Yeah. And they see other ants around them. I don't really think that I, I'm totally backing your theory here. Yeah. But I don't think that you get the opportunity uh, or the, the satisfaction of knowing that now I'm an ant. I just think that you become it and then you just operate on pure instinct. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, because do you it, think an elephant knows it's an elephant? Then? Yeah, dude. The the uh, uh, it's the I'm stumbling a lot right now because I'm really excited. The mirror theory. Yeah. Yeah. If you place a mirror in front of an elephant, it will know that it's the reflection of itself. Yeah. If you place a mirror in front of our stupid fucking cat, <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know. I think he does. Because <laughs> he looks at me in the mirror and he's like, "What the fuck?" And then he looks at me and is like, "Okay." But take a take a mouse for example. Yeah, or tigers. Tigers. This test has been done in jungles yeah. and stuff. They have put up a huge ass fucking mirror and the tiger has attacked its reflection. Yeah. So. And gorillas have done that too, and then they realize that it's a reflection. Yeah. And they kind of just poke around with it. Yeah and yeah i definitely think it's the level of awareness that is different from species to species yeah and if you if you take like hinduism right yeah, yeah. they have just made it really simple and uh and uh subscribe to the whole reincarnation thing mm -hmm. if you uh behave well yeah you are reincarnated as a creature of importance i guess yeah uh, if you are a total fucking asshole, you, you will, will become, become a, a fly. Yeah, a or spider. a fucking mosquito. Man war jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> Just doomed to float around in yeah. the ocean. Because I, I definitely believe in that theory. I think that's yeah. where most of my belief system sits. It's like, is it? If, if you treat this life kindly, karma will take you somewhere better mm? next time. Is it better to be an elephant than there is to be a, an ant? Ants fascinate me because the, the, the whole thing... Why Who said I... that being an ant was a bad thing? Yeah. Is it so bad? I mean, they have jobs to do and yeah, they do I mean, their jobs until they die. Yeah, I mean, just because the level of awareness is lower, I guess, doesn't mean that it's a bad species. Yeah, and I really love to play with the idea if what if the level of awareness is and also do you, do you know the lifespan of an ant it can't be long a few days weeks because i i would love to be reincarnated as like a butterfly because they only live for a couple of days or weeks yeah and then you get to move on to something else How so i feel like something like that a species that don't they ne don't necessarily live that long i think that's a kind of a blessing and ant live for four years the oh shit google says four years damn black well, black earth ant four years uh pharaoh ant 
four to 12 months. It depends, really. But yeah, it says four years for a regular ant. Yeah, okay. Common ant. That's... I did not we, think ants lived for that. What? That's a lot more than that I expected. That kind of shocked me. <laughs> I thought they just reproduced like hell and then died. Yeah, like houseflies. Yeah. But I, I think, again, I think those shorter lifespans are kind of a blessing for reincarnation because you get to view life in a different mm. perspective and then take that on in your next life. So say that you get reincarnated as an ant mm-hmm. and the ant dies. Can the ant be reincarnated as a human again? Yeah, I definitely think it's a, like a really wide, huge cycle. Yeah. Again, the Together Again episode. The Together Again episode Adventure of Time, Adventure Time. Yeah. Where life is this lady who takes souls who have died and then creates them into something new. And she creates them as carrots, as fish. <laughs> carrots. And like, oh, these two come as a pair. So she makes like a carrot and a potato who are planted next to each other. And I think that episode really like puts my perspective on life mm. at the the line like this the, yeah. I really recommend watching that episode if you want to understand my perspective on life at least yeah cuz I definitely think that it's kind of like not really a purgatory but kind of a limbo mm. if you die and you're not satisfied you you have something left but uh, as for like Jake in that episode, he mm. becomes he he's at peace with yeah. dying and himself, and yeah. then he gets to the point of reincarnation. True. Yeah, and I think I really believe in that theory. I'm sensing some Emmy awards coming towards the Adventure yeah, Time writers. I, yeah, that's some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I find it interesting how, yeah, the, the thing with that, I I could not, for the life of me, kill an elephant. No. Or a, take a beluga whale. Yeah. The, the One of the smartest creatures on yeah. Earth. They are close to chimpanzees. And but then it, your, your point is, why do we kill ants? And why do we kill mosquitoes if we won't kill an elephant? Yeah, we have these fucking relentless... Uh, insects called the uh, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Which and are like mosquitoes on steroids. Yeah. I guess. Dude. I don't know what they're called in English. But yeah, we kill them just yeah, cause they, without a second thought. They sit on our skin and they take a bite. Yeah. So we smack them. Yeah. And because they they are relentless. They won't leave us alone until they get a bite. No. And it's funny to me how uh, because you and me wouldn't hurt an elephant. No. But some people will. Yeah. And some people have. Yeah. Uh, and humans' perception of how they, how they can, uh, uh, oh, help me out here. Um, I don't know what you're trying to get. No. To. <laughs> the reason why I won't hurt an elephant is that I, I can sense that there's something there yeah yeah and whereas if you look at a mosquito you're like yeah and some people don't have that don't don't see that there's something there yeah they just kill and also like pigeons versus parrots pigeons versus parrots why do we care generally why do we care so much less about pigeons than parrots uh, as a norwegian i can honestly say that i haven't i see pigeons more than i see yes parrots. definitely but why is that a reason for pigeons to be less valued than parrots yeah they're both birds yeah it's just society and and regular life and that... seagulls and seagulls people fucking hate seagulls yeah it's just be- it's just because they they're are... annoying yeah and, and there are a lot of them yeah yeah. Whereas, like, parrot is a pet, so... Yeah, I get so sad when I watch parrots at pet stores because they have clipped wings and shit. Yeah. And I... Yeah, I don't like that. 
Yeah. That was a weird point to make, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just thought of it. Parrots make me sad because most of the time they have clipped wings. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... <laughs> and, like, the thing, though, is if we were to not, like, kill mosquitoes while they were sucking out our blood, we would just, like, go insane. Like, what would we do if we wouldn't, Kill like, mosquitoes? I, I make an elaborate effort to not kill spiders. Yeah. Uh, and regular, we, I, I, yeah. Yeah, we have... Things uh, in general. I will I, I will honestly say I kill flies and craigs and stuff, but I most of the time, 90% of the time, I'll try not to step on a snail or... Yeah. Step on an ant yeah. or... And I continually try... We live in a basement. So we have a lot of spiders. And we continually move them outside. Yeah. And same with flies even. I try to let the flies out before yeah. I try to kill them. Yeah. And uh, there are a lot of like <laughs> caterpillars and stuff by our staircase down into the basement. And I move them into the bush. Uh yeah, and snails too. I move them into the bush because it's too dry in the staircase for them to live. <laughs> they will die. Yeah. Has the snail moved? There was a snail on the window oh. this morning. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's just funny to me how humans uh, perceive animals differently yeah. and then uh, measure their awareness differently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and let me take it a step further. Plants. Mm -hmm. Do plants have souls? <laughs> and awareness? Because there's been a lot of scientific uh, stuff happening where they... Because we know that plants have nerves and like a yeah. nerve system. But like... And they communicate. They don't have a brain. Or do they? <laughs> Are their roots their brain? A thing that really fucks me up is you have a flower right yeah and the flower lives in the forest and it tastes great mm -hmm. so insects devour this flower yeah to survive the flower makes itself appear as a uh, uh, have a, a scary face yeah uh, or very colorful or something like that yeah it makes itself uh there's Look this yeah I'm, I'm, yeah I'm thinking of a specific flower flower that i've seen pictures of it's a legit humanoid scary face yeah the petals and shit mm -hmm. and how the fuck can a flower know how a face looks like yeah, <laughs> yeah. and why does the flower uh, end up looking like that to protect itself why does it need to it protect has, itself it has to know what to look like and why it has to look like that to mm -hmm. be left alone yeah so there has to be some awareness there yeah dude. some level of consciousness i guess and it's so and like also the theory of talking to your house plants and they will thrive yeah yeah strange so because they are definitely living that we know, because they grow when they get water, yeah. and they need nutrients to thrive and all of that. But I, yeah. I really love how Avatar, the James Cameron movie, mm -hmm. explained the whole Awa mm -hmm. world of all life are, is connected. Mm -hmm. And they're specifically the plants. You could see the 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 energy moving uh, yeah. into and out of the plants. I really want to watch that movie again. It's so good. <laughs> the world building in in that movie is fucking off the charts. Yeah. But I, I can not for the life of me figure out how plants can be that smart. There mm -hmm. are fucking plants. Yeah. There has to be something going on yeah. that we don't understand, and we take plants for granted. Definitely do. <laughs> you you pick flowers like no other yeah not specifically you but people you just go in the field and yeah i want to pick flowers for my yeah. lady what if the the whole and also i really really struggle to understand the like uh 
notion of bouquets. Yeah. Because you cut flowers off of their plant to keep them for like a week and then they <laughs> die and you throw them away. Isn't that weird? It's so weird. And that's because we, again, as humans, do not think of a plant as an intelligent thing like an elephant. We think of so it as can, a material, materialistic thing. Yeah. Because like I much rather prefer keeping my plants like alive in soil. Yeah. I have a few plants some pothos more specifically mm. and i propagate them and i make new plants out of them i much more prefer that over like a bouquet of roses even yeah. though i have a dead bouquet of roses hanging in my studio mm. but that's also another notion i keep the dead bouquets yeah why throw them away yeah because they're... they're still beautiful even though they're dead but like that's why not that's just... such an emo way of thinking i love <laughs> I <know>. it <laughs> but like why do we continually buy bouquets just to keep them for a week and they die throw them away buy another one why not just buy plants and keep them alive yeah so weird yeah and giving flowers yeah and, and we give flowers for every okay uh, occasion yeah a lot of flowers die. <laughs> yeah. And I think the only thing that flower really fits is funerals. I guess, yeah. Because, because they yeah. also die. Yeah. It's like symbolism in a way. You take a living yeah. thing and place it on the dead thing and let it die with them. Look at the fucking uh, poet over there. <laughs> uh, I want to take this even a step further. And I'm going to throw you into a hole deeper than, yeah, Mariana's Trench or something. Bacteria. Mm -hmm. Does bacteria have consciousness? If so, uh, and con consciousness slash souls. Because if so, then we as humans with the soul have souls in us us yeah and i'm talking billions yeah <laughs> because a bacteria is a living organism yeah and, and that we, we know and we depend on them to be yeah. alive because again how the fuck would the let's take covid for an example a virus a virus uh how does the virus know how to mutate itself to have more control yeah like adapt what the fuck the humans figure out a vaccine well fuck you i'm gonna evolve yeah and be even harder to why, get rid of why does it know that it needs to evolve yeah if it's, it doesn't it's, have some kind of consciousness it's weird yeah um uh, yeah and weird. this this could probably sound really stupid to scientists yes. because we are kind of stupid we are dumb but like we, we are just asking questions yeah I think scientists will definitely answer this with it's just how the virus is programmed. Yeah. It does not think but it's why just why is it programmed yeah. that way? Why yeah. is it programmed to keep evolving to keep spreading itself and blah blah blah. Viruses in general. But then you have pollen. Yeah, pollen. It's How does pollen know to I mean, spread and blah blah blah? It gets spread by pollinators, but like, but even more, I think we're, we're getting back to plants. Plants yeah. figure out how to spread. Spread and, and propagate themselves. By uh, having pollen yeah. and figuring out that uh, pollinators, yeah. bees and yeah. uh, hornets and stuff, they spread the pollen around, keeping the yeah. fauna uh, fresh and thriving. Yeah. And also, like, plants in the wild, they drop their leaves and stuff with um what's it called with stuff on them <laughs> that so they can root in another place and keep growing yeah yeah um uh, yeah i'm with you yeah <laughs> and fungus fungus man fungus is interesting uh yeah. because there's this uh fungi that zombifies insects yeah it's really cool and uh yeah it latches itself onto an ant it takes over the ant's brain and tells the ant you have to get up high 
and die. Yeah. And the the, the fungus grows spreads. Yeah, grows out and flourishes out of the ant at a high altitude. And then drops down to more. And, and yeah, and then explodes into spores yeah. so we could spread further. Yeah. But why? <laughs> how how does that fungi realize that okay i need to get this ant high so i can spread my spores mm. and create more what not to be that person but if you are a believer in a god that's the answer that we would receive from those people yeah sure this is and are because of god made it that way yeah yeah, he's the intelligence that yeah. made the flower appear as but a face. But then again, and... we have the thing of like, why would God create cancer? Why yeah. would God create yeah, COVID? The, the th- yeah, the theory falls apart quickly if you think about it. Yeah, because if you really dig down deep, like why would God create all these bad things? Is it to keep us from being overpopulated? Is it to keep everything like in balance? I don't know. Because yeah. you definitely need... A balance of good and bad things Mm. to have a successful life, I guess. For the earth to be successful, we need people dying for the earth to continue thriving, I guess. It's not thriving at all, but... And I mentioned this a lot, but we we usually forget that humans have not existed for very long. Not at all. So, did dinosaurs reincarnate into new dinosaurs back in the day? I guess. Did they have Maybe we were dinosaurs? <laughs> Maybe I was a pterodactyl? Maybe? I Some, mean... I mean, if... if there's if been I a lot was, of fucking species on this planet say, except humans, bro. If my first thing was a pterodactyl, and I've been reincarnated since that, I've been so many speci- species up into this day where I have... A level of consciousness where I can sit and talk about this stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. Maybe maybe humans is our end thing before becoming like spirits. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe this is our last like state. State of living on the planet because we are meant to do stuff like this and discuss the level of awareness and all of that and then now we we've reached the end because you and i are aware of this fact whereas there are a lot of people who are not and Mm. they will be reincarnated into another human again to try to get to that point of awareness jesus dude so we now if we die maybe we will become spirits and spirit guides or one with the universe one with the energy Yeah, yeah because we we sit and question these things and we yeah <laughs> that's kind of a cool theory i take pride in being the person that sits and questions things yeah i don't feel like a lot of people do that not at all um so yeah uh, that that theory uh, was new to me and i really liked it i just like <laughs> got the overwhelming thought of george is gonna love this episode yeah. Hi, George. <laughs> uh, can we touch on the thing with... Okay. Uh, you can befriend a bear. Uh-huh. But I saw this specific video where uh, a man befriended the bear. Uh-huh. And they were best buds. Yeah. And just one day... The bear attacked him. The bear attacked him and yeah. killed him and yeah. ate him. Yeah. Why? <laughs> It's it's almost this, like the, the the bear can you can sense that there is a consciousness there that is aware, but overall the instinct yeah. will take over. Yes, and that's why we as humans befriend other humans and keep more submissive species as pets. Yes, because we're able to take control. Not for nothing, our cat tries to eat us over time. Yeah, but, but yeah, so. But in, in the bigger picture, bears will ultimately go for instincts. Over love. <laughs> yeah. And although I would love to have like a tiger as a pet, but like... 
the reality is that you never know when the instincts are gonna kick in yeah i mean you just don't yeah uh it's funny it's uh it's so common but i rarely see it because we were sunbathing on outside in our garden yeah and the cat was with us yeah and he was chilling and he was we were cuddling him and stuff and a bird appeared and his whole demeanor changed yeah and he, like went, he went into like he became mode. a whole different creature altogether yeah. yeah and i was like dude okay you are a beast of instinct yeah. when it comes down to it yeah if we die he will eat us definitely because he instinct takes over yeah and that's so yeah but again he he made the choice to lay with us yeah. on the patio i guess yeah yeah, yeah he did because like and when we're inside he chooses to lay next to us yeah and so if th- this is because he knows that we give him food <laughs> yeah. or if it is because he actually loves us we don't know but it's still like very nice mm. to know that he chooses to be with us as well yeah he could run off whenever he wanted to he's an outdoor cat yeah he's outside most of yeah, the time the, uh, yeah yeah and the choice is there he dude. could run off whenever he wanted to if it's the safety of always getting food here or if it is just because he feels safe and feels like this is his home we don't know no but he chooses to come back i really hope that we reached uh, the level of technology where we can communicate r- communicate like, with animals oh the have you seen the button things i the, think i've sent yeah, you a lot of videos yeah. where dogs get buttons yes. with words button carpet thing yeah, yeah and they communicate with their owner like i want to go out it's like i want food sometimes it's so deep that you're like holy shit this is a smart dog because human sad i think i saw this thing where I think it's Bunny the dog on TikTok. I don't know the app. I remember, but, yeah, I remember it. And I think the owner placed a mirror in front of Bunny. And Bunny looked in the mid- mirror and then went to a button and pressed stranger. <laughs> Bro, that's fucked and, up. <laughs> and, and this was videotaped. And Bunny kept looking into the mirror and then stranger. And wow. then, and then the human tried to explain bunny, mirror bunny. And I think the dog realized that, oh, it's me. <laughs> so then the dog went to the mirror and like, bunny. bunny. Oh my God. And there's like cats also doing it. And like they press help <laughs> and they stare at their humans and the humans are like, help with what? And the cat is like, help. And then the other cat is stuck in some shit in the other room. And like the cat presses help and leads the human into another room. And the cat is stuck in like a box. Wow. So there's definitely a level of consciousness there. And we're, we are on the road to like communicating with these animals on like an efficient <laughs> level. That blew my mind right now. Yeah, it blows my mind. To see that. Yeah, because... Yeah, there there exist those kind of things. And there are also like, again, this bunny dog or like another dog. I don't remember, but uh, there will be like a stranger in the house and the dog will say scared stranger. <gasps> like scared because of the stranger. Dude. And it's so weird. And they will ask questions like stranger, hmm? Because the question mark is hmm? So they were like, stranger, hmm? And like the human tries to explain, stranger is kind and has to like, again, push the buttons to communicate. But stranger, like, kind. Yeah. And they're like, okay, fine. I will say hello to stranger. Bunny, happy. So amazing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's also like a wild training ride though to like. Yeah. To reach that level of. But yeah, also, awareness. like, they nail it. Like, and uh, crows yeah. are fucking smart. Yeah. Goldfish. You yeah. can train goldfish to push the button to get food and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. We. When uh, you provide these animals with the tools mm. that they need for communication, they mm. will communicate. Uh, yeah. 
gorillas sign language are you kidding me yeah fucking sign language and primates yeah um oh my god i'm gonna cry uh when um when uh robin williams died yeah yeah his friend gorilla yeah. the gorilla they told the gorilla for those who don't know uh no chimpanzee it was a chimpanzee and they were really close robin williams and the chimpanzee mm-hmm. and when he died they told the gorilla that he had died and the gorilla signed sad yeah oh so I, I think that the main thing to take away from today's episode is that we underestimate nature definitely so hard uh i think the difference is that we ask these questions enough to create something for an answer yeah. Whereas animals just like kind of accept that they can't do this or that. Yeah. But when we provide them with the opportunity to do it, they will. Yeah. And <laughs> and um, I asked, we were at the beach yesterday and I asked this random question because a crab was attacking our toes. <laughs> and I asked the question, isn't it interesting that the crab is a... Uh, sea crustacean yeah uh sea crustacean a crustacean in general that he has the choice to be in the water or be on land yeah then you have fish fish lives in the water and sees the crab interacts with the crab but the fish does not have the opportunity to go into do the fish even know that there's land there that's uh i look at humans as not now we're going into a whole other thing (laughs) But yeah, we can we can f- finish off with this. Uh, I look at humans as a fish in the water uh-huh. until someone of uh, human picks up or a seagull or whatever picks up the fish and takes it out of the water and shows the fish uh, land. Yeah, the fish will never in a million years be aware of not at all a- another existence than the ocean. Yeah, so I feel like they're must be someone or something that can eventually pick us up out of our ocean oh, and show shit. us the real world. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. And Fuck. that's a whole other episode, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is it time? Is it time. I have some interesting facts for you. So, uh, a while ago, we watched Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Do you remember it? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of Wes Craven's uh, love letter to, I guess, the, the franchise he created. And it was his last Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's this whole meta thing where they play uh, Heather Langenkamp, who's the main character. She plays as herself. Mm-hmm. And Wes Craven plays as himself. So it's this meta fucking movie. And what's very eerie is that, okay. Uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare from 1994 is about the evil entity, an evil entity, trying to enter the real world by using Freddy Krueger as its portal. Uh, the, uh, this results in a devastating earthquake in the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, during the production of Wes Craven's New Nightmare, an actual earthquake known as the North Ridge Earthquake struck Los Angeles. The quake killed 57 people and left thousands injured. Uh, while the earthquake was no doubt a tragedy, the production crew on New Nightmare was able to incorporate the city's destruction into their film with B-roll footage. Uh, the scenes where Heather Langenkamp and her family experienced the earthquake... Uh, It had been filmed before the actual earthquake. Because when this entity enters the world in the film, that results in an earthquake. So the movie eerily predicted an actual earthquake. And what if the entity portrayed in the movie... (laughs) Yeah. Actually came through. And caused an actual earthquake. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> That's really crazy. Uh, so yeah, that was my fact, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I like that movie. It's a good movie. It's so weird. Yeah. It, it's a, 
yeah, dude. And he had just uh, made Scream. So, dude, rest in peace, Wes Craven. Yeah. To, to breed new life into horror with Scream and then make new nightmare oh, i was i was thinking about this the other day i really want to rewatch scream soon yeah because i was like playing it through my head and i was like i need to watch scream again yeah we can it's do that movie. yeah cool cool uh thank you listeners yeah um <laughs> uh, this podcast is ever evolving we are in the beginning phases still this yeah. is episode 22 oh can you imagine that that's kind of weird <laughs> that's more episodes than years i am yeah whoa dude that blew <laughs> my mind uh so yeah we will keep going strong yeah and hope you find this entertaining and uh yeah we wish you a good day we wish you a good day indeed yes and uh, we will return strong and prepared <laughs> in the next episode sure <laughs> goodbye everybody goodbye i don't know dude